Good evening, everybody. It's Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM. I'm Dan, your host. And, uh, well, the big news, of course, since the last show last week is that the International Court of Justice at The Hague has supported South Africa's claim and claimed that the Israeli genocide is plausible and has ordered them to stop all activities right now. Uh, that's huge. Let that sink in for a minute and reflect on what this means for humanity and human nature. A state being run by the same religion and ethnicity as the, say, as the people who suffered through the Holocaust, a genocide that was the worst tragedy of the 20th century, have now also, have now also been found guilty of attempting to commit genocide. Like, I, I don't even know what to say to that. That's some seriously dark stuff. Like, uh, I mean, of course, it, it doesn't look like things have changed that much on the ground um, from what I've been seeing so far. Um, but they have one month to comply with the orders. So, you know, let's see what happens. Um, yeah. In other news, of course, and the, and the focus of today's show is uh, that last week, um, the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists released their measurement for the Doomsday Clock, and they have kept it at 90 seconds to midnight. Uh, I'm not going to read out anything from the statement, uh, but I put a link to it in the show description on umfm.com. So go there if you want to read it. If you are going to look it up yourself, uh, go to the official website, read the original statement yourself. Don't trust any mainstream media outlets reporting on this. The way that they've been reporting the, the International Court of Justice decision, I mean, it's just typically disgusting, dishonest, lying. Like, just don't, don't trust them. Get, get your information yourself. So just a bit of history about the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. Uh, these people are the experts. Uh, they started after World War II. Albert Einstein was on the board at the beginning. You've got, uh, you know, scientists, nuclear experts, experts on government and treaties and things like that. Uh, they all work together to bring in their assessments and they come to a decision about where to place the clock. Um, if we hit midnight, we're all dead. Uh, and so this year, like last year, so sorry, like 2023. So they, they just released it now, but it was for the year 2023. So um, 2023, like 2022, was the most dangerous year we have ever been in since they started. Okay, so think about that for a second, right? Since World War II, okay, with, with all of the immediate aftermath of that and the Korean War in the 50s and the Vietnam War in the 60s and 70s and all the civil unrest at that time, the 80s and how crazy that was with uh, the nuclear arms race with Gorbachev and Reagan and the post 9-11, you know, all of that atmosphere. Nope, none of that was as dangerous as it is right now for two years in a row. And so I thought uh, when they announced it last year, uh, I did a series of, of uh, episodes called the Doomsday Songs, and uh, I skipped one decade. I skipped the 2010s, uh, but I thought, well, why not? Let's go take a look. So the interesting thing is that in the 2010s, there were also two years that had the same time on the clock. Uh, I'm not going to tell you if they were consecutive years or not. And so there were two years that were the most dangerous in the 2010s. And so I'm going to feature songs in the first half from one of the years, uh, read the statement out in bits in between, and play the songs from that year. Uh, I won't mention anything about the songs or the albums. That's not the point of the show. Uh, if you really want to look, just look at the show description on umfm.com, 
and you'll see them. Uh, and that's sort of part of the fun. You're just going to listen to the songs. And, and I mean, I don't know if you're into the same kind of music as I am. You might be able to guess what the year is. And, and when the, the set's over or when the first half an hour is over, I'll uh, tell you the year. And I'll tell you the time at the end of the show. Um, so, yeah. Have some fun. Play along at home. <laughs> guess, guess how screwed we really are. And how close we are to the end of the world. Hooray. So here we go with our uh, first couple of songs. Well done. Why don't you get a job? Even Tarquin has a job. Mary Berry's got a job. So why don't you get a job? Well done. Why don't you win a medal? Tarquin wins a medal Mary Berry's got a medal So why don't you get a medal? Well done I'd rather cut my nose off To spy my face I'd rather buy my nose off To spy my face Why don't you get a degree? Tarquin has a degree Mary Berry's got a degree So why don't you get a degree? Well done! Why don't you like reggae? Even Tarquin likes reggae Mary Berry loves reggae So why don't you like reggae? Well done! Why don't you watch football? Even Tarquin likes football Trevor Nelson loves football So why don't you watch football?
So what I'm going to do is read out uh, a couple of excerpts from the actual report from the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, okay? And I focused on the nuclear aspect uh, because that's my focus. Um, so here's the first little paragraph. North Korea has long defied UN Security Council resolutions to cease its nuclear and ballistic missile tests. But the acceleration of its tests in this year reflects a new resolve to acquire sophisticated nuclear weapons. North Korea has, or soon will have, capabilities to match its verbal threats, specifically the thermonuclear warhead and a ballistic missile that can carry it to the U.S. mainland. In September, North Korea tested what experts assessed to be a true two-stage thermonuclear device, and in November, it tested the Hwasong-15 missile, which experts believe has a range of over 8,000 kilometers. The United States and its allies, Japan and South Korea, responded with more frequent and larger military exercises, while China and Russia proposed a freeze by North Korea of nuclear and missile tests in exchange for a freeze in U.S. exercises.
first time in many years, no U.S.-Russian nuclear arms control negotiations are underway. New strategic stability talks begun in April are potentially useful, but so far they lack the energy and political commitment required for them to bear fruit. More important, Russia's invasion and annexation of Crimea and semi-covert support of separatists in eastern Ukraine have sparked concerns that Russia will support similar hybrid conflicts in new NATO members that it borders, actions that could provoke a crisis at almost any time. Additional clash points could emerge if Russia attempts to exploit friction between the United States and its NATO partners, whether arising from disputes on burden sharing, European Union membership and trade, or relating to policies on Israel, Iran and terrorism in the Middle East.
Especially in the case of the Iran nuclear deal, allies are perplexed. While the President of the United States has steadfastly opposed the agreement that his predecessor and U.S. allies negotiated to keep Iran from developing nuclear weapons, he has never successfully articulated practical alternatives. His instruction to Congress this year to legislate a different approach resulted in a stalemate. The future of the Iran deal at this writing remains uncertain.
And so the year we were talking about there was 2017. And uh, all that stuff they said about Ukraine, very um, like prescient. Uh, lots of that stuff, lots of good information in there about that, about Russia and Ukraine. Helps you understand what happened in the last few years. So we're moving on to another year. Maybe it's later, maybe it's earlier, but it's in the 2010s. You decide. United States abandoned the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, the multilateral agreement that imposed unprecedented constraints on Iran's nuclear program and allowed unprecedented verification of Iran's nuclear facilities and activities. 
On May 8th, the President of the United States announced that the United States would cease to observe the agreement and would instead launch a campaign of maximum pressure against Iran. So far, Iran and the other parties have continued to comply with the agreement despite the absence of U.S. participation. It is unclear whether they will keep the agreement alive, but one thing is certain. The President of the United States and his administration have launched an assault on one of the major nuclear non-proliferation successes of recent years and done so in a way that increases the likelihood of conflict with Iran and further heightens tensions with long-term allies.
Second, in October, the President of the United States and his administration announced that they intend to withdraw from the INF Treaty, which bans missiles of intermediate range. Though bedeviled by reciprocal complaints about compliance, the INF agreement has been in force for more than 30 years and has contributed to stability in Europe. Its potential death foreshadows a new competition to deploy weapons long banned. Unfortunately, while treaties are being eliminated, there is no process in place that will create a new regime of negotiated constraints on nuclear behavior. For the first time since the 1980s, it appears the world is headed into an unregulated nuclear environment, an outcome that could reproduce the intense arms racing that was the, land, uh, the hallmark of the early unregulated decades of the nuclear age. Imprecise words. Yeah. She get it cause you mean it. He's a free smoking niggas need it. Mask off, mask on, we trick or treating. Back off, stand off, it shouldn't need me. Yeah, my nigga, it's told him it's a feeling Glass off, butt shot into my ceiling Why ain't nobody tell me I was bleeding? Please, nobody pinch me out this dream I said peace to my dirty water drinkers Nobody try and get it clean Why ain't nobody tell me I was sinking? Ain't nobody tell me I could leave Yeah, we went again, see them within Seen teeth on the floor, leaking again We hold the door, uh, we build the bridge We hold the core, send a cease and desist To your thieves, nigga, please do a board I could feel when you're forcing it Still in the board rhythm Boy, I take the torches and go and get some decent decor Is you gon' rip it, or will you jump? Get some more ribbons for the born winners from the jump Niggas don't listen to their whole mission was a bust No sit-up, but it's crunch time Shooting in the clutch, the midsummer sunshine found me on my ones, face dripping, huh? Hate swimming through your bloodlines, motherfucking judge saying going to the one time. Yeah, come and take a stroll in the mud. Dip a toe when it hurt the hammer like a grudge. When you holding it close, we was on the cusp. It was holes in the boat, we ain't make a fuss. Imprecise words. Yeah, she get it cause you mean it. He's a free smoking niggas need it. Mask off, mask on, we trick or treating. Back off, stand off, it shouldn't need me. Yeah, my nigga, it's told him it's a feeling. Glass off, butt shot into my ceiling. Why ain't nobody tell me I was bleeding? Please, nobody pinch me out this dream. Third, the long-standing, urgent North Korean nuclear issue remains unresolved. Some good news did emerge in this year. The bellicose rhetoric that came earlier, which had raised fears of war, is largely gone. The summit between the President of the United States and, the Pre and President Kim in Singapore in June appears to have been a diplomatic step forward. But not a single substantive and enduring concrete step was taken to constrain or roll back North Korea's nuclear program and modernization of its nuclear capabilities continues. The chummy exchanges between the two leaders have reverted to wary challenges and the potential for nuclear instability in Northeast Asia persists, largely abated. I don't know, dude. I just, I just drink blood, dude. <laughs> Yeah.
Even as arms control effort efforts wane, modernization of nuclear forces around the world continues apace. In his presidential address to the Federal Assembly on March 1st, Russian President Vladimir Putin described an extensive nuclear modernization program justified as a response to U.S. missile defense efforts. The President of the United States and his administration have added to the enormously expensive comprehensive nuclear modernization program it inherited from the previous administration. Meanwhile, the nuclear capabilities of others of the seven other nuclear armed states are not governed by any negotiated constraints, and several of them, notably India and Pakistan, continue to expand and modernize their capabilities. 
These long-term modernization programs envision the possession of substantial nuclear capabilities for decades to come with little indication of interest in reducing or constraining nuclear forces.
So I don't know if you managed to guess it from those little factoids or from the songs, but that was 2018. So the time for those two years, 2017, 2018, was tied with the most serious uh, up to that point at two minutes to midnight. Okay, so we're in a similar situation now. We got two years in a row with the clock at the same time. Admittedly, we're more dangerous. It's 90 seconds now. It was two minutes before. But what I mean is that we managed to pull back from the edge last time. 2019, 2020, 2021. Speaking of nuclear exchanges and the, the, the possibility of nuclear holocaust, they were better than 2017 to 2018. So let's hope we can do it again. Also, I have a word or two to say uh, about Trump. Uh, and I've got to say it here because he was the president for both of those years. I think it does get exaggerated how bad this guy is. Um, but there are some concrete actions that he took in 2017 and 2018 that really did lead to the world we're in now. So I just can't really support the argument that he is somehow going to be a safer president if you vote for him. Yes, he didn't start a war during his four years, and that's a legitimate point, And it's a, a weird point uh, that it would be him that didn't do it uh, out of all the presidents for, uh, I think, since before Reagan, I think was the, is the fact. You might want to double check me on that. Um, yes, he didn't start a war during his four years, but that doesn't mean anything. When we look at those specific uh, actions we just outlined, uh, he's highly destabilized the world with those actions, and that's the Republican Party, right? And, and don't kid yourself, like, he wouldn't be any better on Israel-Palestine. Like, not even slightly. If anything, he'd probably be worse, if it's possible to get worse. Now, now don't get me wrong. All of this does not mean that I'd vote for Biden if I were American. Uh, there's absolutely no question. I'm off the Democrats forever as of this shameful reaction to the genocide happening in, the fr in front of the eyes of the entire world. And speaking of Canadian politics, liberals forever. I never was a liberal anyway, but I'm off them forever. They will never, ever get my vote for the rest of my life. And the NDP's close to it. The NDP could bring down the government. Right? They, if, if they really cared, instead of standing up and making speeches and making a lot of noises, why don't they do something while people are getting slaughtered? Bring the government down. So, you know, I, I'm, on the, I'm on the verge of saying with them too, like, never again. I will never, ever, ever, ever even consider you to, to vote for you ever again. You're involved in a disgusting, despicable cover-up and, and, and excusing of what's a genocide. So hopefully we have some better news in, in future shows. And, and, and as you can tell, I'm getting excited and I can't stop myself. It's, uh, it's one of the reasons why I don't want to make too many shows and, I, and I'm doing a lot of repeats. Uh, I, I'm sticking to my 2024. I'm sticking to my former claim and my former statement. I'm not making any new shows until this situation is resolved uh, and we can get back to some sense of normalcy. Um, but unfortunately, they do take longer to make and they are more angering and stressful. So I'm going to be sort of uh, hopefully two new shows a month is something that I can stick to and uh, we'll go forward from there. Uh, I should be back next week, though, I'm hoping. So stay tuned, 10 to 11 p.m. And, uh, you know, if you listened and if you can just pass on the messages from this show to one other person, you know, that'd be great.
And if that person could just pass it on to one other person and that person passes it on to one other person, I mean, just keep spreading the word and, and keep the hope alive. You know, this is a situation we took a step forward with this ICJ ruling and uh, this can be brought to an end eventually, but only if people are standing up and talking about it. Take care of yourselves, folks.